Welcome to the DE Talk Podcast, Quarantine Edition. Season one wrapped with some amazing conversations, and with many of us working remotely, we wanted to keep the conversation flowing and really provide an additional outlet of education for our listeners. As many of you know, the work we do would not be possible without stellar technology and development taking place behind the scenes. And in April, we announced the acquisition of Rocketville. Today, Recruit Rooster COO Heather Hoffman is sitting down with Jason Ward of Rocketville to discuss their work and position as Indy's premier software and application development house, and most importantly, what this means for direct employers and Recruit Rooster's future tech and development. So Heather, I'm going to turn it over to you, and you can get started on the podcast. Well, thank you for the introduction, Candy. Um, 2020 has really been a roller coaster year for many organizations across the country, uh, and the pandemic has really had an unprecedented impact on business activities and spending. Uh, even amidst this pandemic, Recruit Rooster has been incredibly fortunate to experience growth in many ways, from bringing on new clients to a new business acquisition, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. On April 14, 2020, Recruit Rooster excitedly announced that we had acquired Indy's premier custom software and application development house, Rocket Build. So now we have the Rockets and the Roosters. <laughs> We're uh, continuing to add to the R theme here. But um, on a serious note, we are very fortunate to find Recruit Rooster and Growth Stage. And part of that growth is really diving in and furthering the development and tools available as part of our recruitment marketing uh, solutions that we offer. Uh, but it's also diversifying our service offerings in the process. So without further ado, I would like to welcome today's guest, Jason Ward of Rocket Build. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. Thank you, Candy and Heather, both for having me. This is exciting. Absolutely. So this is my first time of hosting a podcast. Um, I've been in your seat before, Jason, uh, as an interviewee, so um, we'll switch sides of the table here, and, and we'll see if this side's easier for me, but um, I'm sure you'll probably pull me into some questions, too. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, cool. So, um, you know, typically, the audience that we're focused on is the HR audience, and so with Rocket Build, this is kind of an introduction for you into the HR world. I mean, obviously, you've worked hand-in-hand uh, hand with Recruit Rooster for many months now, and we're going to talk some more about that. But um, let's get things kicked off here. All right, so your first question, Jason. Um, let's start by you giving us a little bit of a background on your career and how you became a leader at Rocketville. Yeah, sure thing. So I got to start by saying, first off, I'm the least interesting person at Rocketville. So I don't know why I'm <laughs> here, but I'll, I'll do my best. Um, yeah, so I'm a bit of a Luddite. It's, a, it's been a circuitous route that got me to running a technology company. I, I couldn't have told you 20 years ago that I would be in this seat, but it's been a lot of fun, and I'm glad I'm here. Um, I started my career in government and nonprofits doing social service work back in about 2001 when I graduated from Purdue. Uh, I was a probation officer here in Indianapolis and worked with uh, at-risk children and their families, and uh, it was certainly different than what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I spent a good deal of time working as a consultant for the state of Indiana and then as a consultant at uh, Indiana University. Uh, it hurts my heart to say I worked there since I'm a Purdue graduate. But, uh, <laughs> Boiler you know, up. We always got to work that in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But that's where the work was at, and that's where the cool work was at that I wanted to be doing, and it was right here in Indianapolis, so it worked out. 
Um, I got to do some really neat uh, research there and uh, had a lot of fun. But the, the downturn hit in 2008. Uh, felt a little bit like what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the first thing that the, the government does and universities do is cut contracts. So I was uh, forced to sort of reassess my career path and focus a little bit on what I wanted to be doing rather than what my education told me I should be doing. Um, that's when I, I backed into the agency world. I had made some contacts with some folks in the creative agency space here in Indianapolis, and I, and I found a good mentor here uh, at the agency called Smallbox. Uh, his name's Jeff Banner, a good friend of mine, um, and he really saw in me the aptitude or at least desire to get into entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. which was where his love was at. Um, and so I, I was lucky to have someone that pushed me in a direction that was at first uncomfortable, but then really fit my skill set and my, you know, my heart's desire that I didn't know I had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So from there, I uh, have started a couple of technology companies. I am now, of course, running Rocket Build um, and doing a whole lot of other stuff on the side around technology. And it's, it's just weird, but I'm happy to be doing it. Awesome. Well, we're so glad to have you as part of the team. It's It's been an awesome fit. So. So as you know, many of our clients are focused on HR, not necessarily development. So if you could share with us a little bit about the team, um, what you guys specialize in, and, and how that can translate into the HR world. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Rocketville has worked with a few HR companies in the past, and I can talk a little more about that later. Um, HR is a very broad topic, obviously, and I know Recruit Rooster has a very strong position in a couple of HR niches. And direct employers, obviously, is more than niche. They're doing, they're doing a whole lot of stuff for everyone around the country. Um, we've only barely dipped our toe in the water, but um, our, our services have augmented HR processes in the past. Specifically, um, we are doing work that is focused on helping innovators inside organizations or who are starting companies build technology solutions. That takes the form generally of web applications or mobile applications and occasionally the custom enterprise website, something really large that has a, a robust content management system. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our model has been to hire and train the most capable onshore and in-house developers and technologists. So we don't do any work without out, uh, outsourced partners that are overseas or anything like that. We have a couple of contractors we work with that are um, uh, used to this remote work life and doing a, you know, doing a bang-up job working with us on occasion, but 99% of our work is done in-house by our onshore developers, and we go out of our way to make sure that the folks that we're hiring have experience and passion for building applications. That's, that's really our niche is finding the best talent and putting them on um, any, any kind of project in any kind of space. And now we're trying to learn about HR, and it's great. Yeah, absolutely. And you have quite the team, so phenomenal job at, uh, at recruiting all of them. So if you could give us a little backstory on Rocket Build, um, you know, how long the business has been around, and, and maybe share a, a fun story in the midst of all that. Sure. Yeah, so Rocket Build was founded in 2014 by a couple of guys um, that had, had had worked in the creative agency space and looked out at their competitors and even their own organizations and said, look, we're really doing a disservice to a lot of our clients by having uh, overworked and or underskilled developers on their own on an island trying to build these very complex solutions for these organizations that deserve better. Um, Creative agencies aren't particularly adept at managing technologists. It's just not their bread and butter, and that's, that's not a fault. That is just the truth of having different types of personalities and different types of experiences trying to manage uh, the development team. 
Um, so, you know, a, de- a designer isn't necessarily the best person to manage a developer and vice versa, to be honest. So um, what we wanted to do, or what our founders wanted to do, was find these technologists and these, these developers, put them in a separate agency, Rocket Build, in our case, and offer our services to these agencies that didn't or couldn't or were not able to provide that level of service to their clients. Uh, it was a great plan. Uh, the uh, Topher and Matt, who founded the company, uh, found that the, the demand was high. They were working with a lot of big-name agencies here early on, and uh, those agencies were finding that they were getting a lot of cost savings because they didn't need the support and maintain the salaries of developers year-round when they maybe only needed them for two-thirds, three-quarters of the year on average. So it was a win-win across the board. Um, yeah, so for our first three years, we followed that model. And when I came on and started to shift the business a little bit as president, we uh, moved toward direct client work with clients such as Recruiter. Mm-hmm. And the work that we've been doing is less about augmenting creative services and more about building those enterprise level and product level applications that you see us doing now. One of my favorite stories isn't really about client or work, it's really about the team. And you're going to find that a lot of the stories that we have are about the team and the culture and the talent that we have inside yeah. the organization because that's our focus. <laughs> um, you know, the work, is, the work is great, but that's kind of secondary to having a good time, right? <laughs> So my favorite stories is an escape room event we did a couple of years ago to celebrate one of our big wins. We chose to do an art heist-themed escape room challenge, and it was supposed to be one of the most difficult that they had to offer. And, of course, we, oh, we, we solved technology problems all day long, so we're like, how hard can it be to figure out who stole some art, right? Um, so we decided we were going to do the hardest one we could find. And it's supposed to be a two-hour event, and we ended up knocking it out of the park and Beating it in 30 minutes and oh wow know, that's awesome yeah it was a it was a great time the guys really came together guys and gals at the time really came together and um, you know just you could see their brains working the same way it does when they're working on a project it was yeah. just like okay here are the pieces we're putting them all together here are the the challenges you know Angie you're really great at this can you help me solve this and and uh, uh, Caleb you're really good at this can you help me solve this problem mm-hmm. and so they they knocked it out of the park in under 30 minutes which was astounding it was. I believe it was the record uh, for that particular event. And um, the problem was we had set aside two hours at the end of the day to have fun, and we only took 30 minutes. So <laughs> we ended up, <laughs> it turned into a little bit less of a party than we were hoping, so we ended up just going back to our office and, and doing our default, which is playing board games and video games and, you know, having a couple of drinks and just having a good time. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I just love that, that that's emblematic of the culture of the organization and that everyone is so collaborative and collective, but also the talent level we have that they were able to get in there and literally beat the record for that challenge. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And you were able to accomplish something while having fun with the group. Yeah, yeah you guys do have a great culture, and um, that's one of the things that, that you know, really attracted us to, to Rocket Build when we began uh, working together. And you have a really cool little office environment, too. Do you maybe want to tell us a little bit about where that's located? Yeah, absolutely. So we recently moved into a great little spot in Fountain Square, which for those of you who are familiar with Indianapolis, you know, it's one of the, the great cultural districts of the city. Uh, we're right on Virginia Avenue. We, we have a, an office space inside a small suite of offices. I think there are four companies there. Um, it's cute. I'm going to use, you know, the charming, which means, of course, it's small, but very nice. Um, and we just love being in that neighborhood. So many choices for for uh, lunch. And if you want to go for a walk, there are plenty of areas to walk around. And it's 
it's the energy is just fantastic. It's got a great vintage feel. It's a, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, all the brick buildings and all the older homes yeah. and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you've touched on this a little bit, um, you know, the, the types of services and products that Rocket Build offers. Um, let's kind of take that with a twist, and maybe if you can share with us some of the um, really cool projects that you've done in the past, maybe just surface a few of them, uh, talk about a few of your customers, and um, maybe share some things that would resonate with our uh, audience here. Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned before, we our bread and butter really is mobile applications and web applications, um, and then a, a smaller sliver of our business, but one we like just as much as those enterprise-level websites. Um, and I mentioned before that we have talked to a couple of, or worked with a couple of HR-related uh, projects in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about a couple of those and then talk about some of our bigger projects that were really exciting from the, the startup perspective. Uh, so our, our first is an organization called Invets, I-N-V-E-T-S. They're located here in Indianapolis, and their their goal is to help place veterans into great careers here in the state of Indiana. So they're trying to sort of fight brain drain by bringing veterans from all over the country who are leaving the leaving the armed services actively and bringing them into Indiana and Indianapolis to find some of these cool jobs at big employers like um, Cummins and Foresia and uh, Toyota and, and stuff like that. So it's a cool organization doing some great work, and the unique service they offer is a system for translating and evaluating uh, the the skills and talents of a veteran based on what they've listed as their veteran uh, or as their uh, military service. So if you had a certain job, it translates into these skills in the civilian world and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so a really good organization. Westwood over there has done a bang-up job with what he's doing, and that's uh, got a real startup mentality to it, but they're doing a, a very good service for the for the community, which we love. Um, our project for them was literally building the platform that allows the veterans to get in there, set up a profile, load their resumes, um, and then browse the positions that exist for the companies that exist. Uh, the reverse of it, though, the thing that it does is a little different from other platforms is the companies also maintain profiles, and they can go browse veterans, mm-hmm. which have been... Uh, objectively scored through the, the platform and the system so that they could see what skills they would have and how they would translate into the workforce. And that really just ties right into direct employer's mission, you know, so it couldn't be yeah. a greater fit. Yeah, a great fit. I think that's, that's probably our project that hits the nail on the head the most mm-hmm. in terms of the, the transition to the HR space. Um, so yeah. I kicked it off with that. Now we'll, we'll go towards some stuff that's maybe a little more distant, but still in HR. Sure. Uh, Purdue University. Let's get a hurrah in there. Um, Make sure the candy hears that one. That's right. <laughs> Purdue University hired us a couple of years ago um, for one of their divisions called LTAP, which means the Local Technical Assistance Program. Not a very sexy name, but uh, what they do is some really cool work for mm-hmm. municipalities across the country, uh, mainly in Indiana, but also across the country. They provide training content for road workers and uh, surveyors and all sorts of other people who work for municipalities and counties and states to be out there and be safe and well-educated in the field. Um, They looked at creating a technology that would allow these workers that are out in the field, sometimes with very limited connectivity, to receive 
at on-demand, um, just-in-time training on a piece of equipment or a process or a procedure. And we, we solved that by essentially looking at the TEDx application, if you guys are familiar with that, or the, the mm-hmm. TED application, I think is what it's called, um, and saying, okay, this is, a, this is an organization that's doing a really good job. Can we do something similar for this niche market? And we ended up doing it. We built a Python Django application that uh, allows LTAP uh, at Purdue to serve that content up, and then users who are members of the organization can use their cell phone to download or access via streaming if they have a connection this training content. Um, more importantly, what it does is allows LTAP and the folks that they serve to track what videos have been viewed, to what extent, see what content is most valuable, most useful, and so on. Uh-huh. So they're, yeah, they're out there trying to make sure that their workforce is educated and safe. And to me, that falls, well, not in the recruiting space, definitely still in the HR space. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a couple of other projects we have, and this is going down the avenue of more of the startup uh, and innovation space, uh, are Ubio, which I'm going to go ahead and spell that one out if people want to look it up, <laughs> O-O-B-E-O. They, are a, they were a very well-funded startup uh, out of the U.K., actually, um, based half in, in the United Kingdom and half in Sarasota, Florida, strangely. Um, and they looked at the valet space and said, this is an area that is unbelievably underserved, uh, believe it or not. And I didn't know until we got into this project that valets are actually a, a an augmentation service um, provided by these sort of central large organizations to smaller firms like restaurants and hotels. I had just assumed until we, we started working with Ubio that these restaurants and hotels were managing their own valets, which it turns sure. out is not the case at all. Um, so Ubio uh, had us build a technology that is on the web, on tablets, and on, and on phones to allow an organization that manages these many locations and many valets to uh, manage their workforce, uh, manage scheduling, manage the location of cars, manage who's on duty, take payment, and communicate with customers all in this single platform. Uh, it was a very big undertaking. Uh, getting the, the minimum viable product, MVP, out to market took about eight months, which is a pretty long build in our world. Um, and then the project in total, before they got to market and started really generating revenue, was about a year and a half. So it was a big project for us, uh, but also one that allowed us to work in a lot of technologies in a very uh, 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 large space ripe for disruption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very neat. Well, and then I know that you have a ton of other stories that you could share, but um, Recruit Rooster was a customer at one time. (laughs) And now uh, that's what really led us to this acquisition and uh, to join forces on an even uh, closer level, which we're just so excited about. Uh, We feel like our culture is really aligned. So maybe if you want to talk about um, that process and how we were introduced to to one another and uh, the journey that, that led us here. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, again, a lot of a lot of life comes down to happenstance, and you think about it. It's about being at the right place at the right time, or having the right message at the right time. Sometimes, right? And uh, about I want to say September, maybe August of last year, 2019. Yeah. Uh, Recruit Rooster was out looking for some help in augmenting application development that was being done internally, and there 
they vetted or you vetted, I should say. This is interesting talking to someone about someone, right? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Heather was out in the world vetting a, a number of folks. Um, Heather and Seth and the, and the rest of the team over there at Recruit Rooster was out vetting potential partners and arrived at Rocket Build and um, we immediately hit it off. There was just, a, I think, a good gel of personalities. Uh, we thrive on transparency and openness and honesty, and Recruit Rooster is the same way. So we were able to go into these conversations and say, uh, what problem are you trying to solve? Uh, what are the potential roadblocks? And is Rocket Built the right partner to be able to help you over those? And yeah. luckily, the answer was yes. Uh, we it fit right in our wheelhouse, the work that you guys wanted to do. We were excited about the technology. Uh, you, in a lot of ways, recruiters are run like a startup. Uh, even though the team has been around for a good number of years working together, recruiters itself as an individual entity has, has an entrepreneurial and startup mentality that is we need to be pushing the envelope all the time. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. A yeah, bit. I was going to say, I, I remember <laughs> I remember that day vividly. Um, we were in Candy's car, and it was uh, myself, Candy, Seth, and Steven that uh, went out to the Rocket Build headquarters. And we had a couple of different interviews that day, and we knew, we knew that day uh, that Rocket Build was our choice, at least a partner, right? And um, just as we've moved along through projects and, and welcomed you guys into our office, um, the teams just, just meshed so well. And um, we've just had so much success, you know, these last few years that uh, it made sense to, to bring you guys on to really diversify our portfolio. And, um, you know, so we've known for a number of months that this has been in the works. And uh, it's interesting acquiring a company in the midst of, of a pandemic. Uh, we've all been working remote and uh, trying to do our best with engaging the teams. We actually have a, a fun little cocktail hour uh, this afternoon where we're going to play some games, but uh, we're really excited about what's in store for, for us uh, working together moving forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited too. I know my team is, um, it's, it's nice to be able to have growth that is, that has the opportunity to exponentially increase impact. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, growth always increases impact when you hire somebody or when you bring on a new project or what have you. But when you get to double the size of your team, you know, and that goes for both of us, there's, right. a, there's a great opportunity to accelerate. And, and we're excited to move forward with some more technology in the HR space to help augment what you guys are doing and to augment what, what BE, Direct Employers, is doing and also to continue serving the clients we have and finding our own new clients uh, the same way we used to. Absolutely. So um, for our listeners, they've seen direct employers just continue to grow, um, and this really all started in, in 2012, and it seems like we're just constantly adding new products, lines, brands, initiatives, uh, just left and right every time you turn around. Um, in 2019, direct employers introduced the DE Academy, which is an online learning portal for HR professionals. And then in the fall, uh, we announced Tapestry, it's affirmative action and EEO uh, arm of the business. And now with the introduction of Rocket Build, my question to you, Jason, is where does Rocket Build's company uh, fit into the DE family of brands? Yeah, so it's only been since April 1st. It feels like a lot longer, but uh, I'm, st I'm still new <laughs> here, we've right? we together for, for many months, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And I think everyone feels like over the last couple of months, time has slowed down a little bit, right? And, and um, 
everything just feels like it's taking a little bit longer and everything is a little more difficult. And so when I, when I think about it, I'm just shocked how quickly it came together and um, how, how natural the fit has been uh, in, in, in light of all of the difficulties around the world. Um, so yeah, I'm still new here. And from where I sit, it's just a ton of opportunity uh, for Rocket Build and for recruiters and direct employers. Um, we're we're going to add some depth in what you guys are already doing, but I think we also get to add some breadth in terms of new services being provided. Uh, it's, it's not only about making what you do better uh, through technology, it's also about uh, providing new services to members and to clients of Recruit Rooster and making sure that we can be a, an affordable, um, effective, and, and um, just natural fit for some of the services that, that those clients and members might need. Uh, you know, you guys have some great logos. You guys have some great members. Uh, I'm jealous, or I was jealous. Now I get to be part of it. But I was jealous looking at some of the folks you all work with. Yeah. And now now I get to work with them, too, which is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I look forward to the challenge of, of getting in there and helping some of the members and, and the customers that Recruit Rooster has and just being a resource to troubleshoot, to to perform some discovery, you know, and just augment what you guys are already doing. And if that leads to new work that we can that we can be really proud of and excited about, that's that's even better. Yeah, absolutely. So without giving away too much information, let's give our listeners just a little peek at what's to come. Um, so if you can answer the question, what kind of new recruitment offerings can we expect from this new partnership? Well, uh, so I can tell you what we've already worked on, and we can go sure. from there. So <laughs> we started with the similar jobs widget, which I think a lot of customers are probably already using out there, if I, if I were to guess. I know that yeah. uh, it's been uh, Seth and, and Stephen have both said that they've been putting that out there in the world, and it's been going well, so that's exciting. Uh, Rocket Build built that widget, and uh, obviously it was a lot of, it was, that was our first project, so we had a lot of guidance from, from the team, but uh, we were able to get that together, and then the team got it integrated, and it's going well from my perspective. Uh, we also are just now piloting a new project that, that Rocket Build worked on in conjunction with the DE development team, which is a Google talent search. Um, that is on a couple of uh, platforms right now, I believe, but it's not wide circulation. Hopefully folks can find that and get it useful and, and tell us how we can improve it and we'll keep it out there in the world because that was a pretty cool augmentation to what you guys have going on. Um, going forward, we're looking at a couple of very exciting pieces of technology to, to augment what Recruit Rooster is doing. The platform is going to be growing. I can't really say exactly what those projects are. Uh, but stay tuned. We're going to be releasing stuff later this summer, and uh, we're looking forward to there being a ton of adoption, a ton of excitement, and hopefully a ton of conversations with clients uh, on how to make it better and keep growing it. Yeah, that's a great way to kind of, you know, do the smoke and mirrors. We've got some fun things coming. <laughs> stay tuned. Here's a little bit of what we've done in the past. So, mm. yeah, we're really excited to, to launch some things in the upcoming month. So. Much, much bigger things. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, so we've talked a little bit about the DE family of brands and where Rocket Build fits into the mix. Uh, with DE having a solid development team, um, will Recruit Rooster customers have access to the Rocket Build development team resources? Absolutely. We, uh, we're looking forward to having a, a more unified front going forward and saying, look, we are an extension of Recruit Rooster, and we now have these three or four uh, very I'm going to say, uh, mar uh, easily married services to go with what Recruiters was already offering. So I, I would say look forward to there being a lot of uh, 
go-to-market strategy where we're together on things. Yeah. Uh, look forward to the, the sales team and the membership team saying, hey, we've also got these other folks over here that can help you solve that problem if you've got it. And uh, I'll be talking to all of you in the near future. Sounds great. Okay, so this question may be more directed for me. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how you do responding. Um, do you see this acquisition changing Recruit Rooster's direction uh, with the talent acquisition market? I don't think so. I, I Changing direction would be a bit extreme. I think what you're going to yeah. see is there are some forks in the road that this will allow us to take a couple of forks rather than just one sometimes, right? Yep. We're, it's, again, it's a net augmentation. I don't think that anything is going to change in terms of the primary direction. This just allows us to have a little more uh, area of coverage in those directions. You nailed it. All right, I've got one more question for you. And, you know, we've all been quarantined. I think we're going on eight weeks, if I'm not mistaken. And it can be tough, you know, to focus on um, the positive it has been at least for me, and so I'm, I'm always trying to find joy in the small things. But I know you have a family at home, and maybe if you could tell us a little bit about your family and your quarantine time the last two months. Any fun stories that you can share with us? Oh, my. Uh, I've been spending so much time outside with the kiddos during the day, which is something yeah. I, I don't normally get to do, right? You have these great spring days, and normally I'm at the office or in meetings, and I, I miss those afternoons of being out in the sunshine and the cool 60 and 70 degree temperatures um, so yeah we've been we've been hunkered down just like everyone else I am uh, recording this podcast from a, from a, a different location but I have been every day in my my dining room working mm -hmm. uh, right next to my kids who are doing all the e-learning so yeah. I've got uh, a wife three kids uh, I've got Tammy is my wife Corinne Juliet and Gavin are my kiddos uh, and they're, uh, they're I, I, you know, what's strange is I feel like everyone's kind of enjoying it a little bit um, yeah. in, in the sense that we get to be together more. Mm -hmm. um, that comes with its own friction, of course. Um, sure. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where this is my first family, Rocket Bill's my second family. I, get a, I need to look at this as an opportunity to spend a little bit more time with my second or with my first family before going back to the second family uh, in the office. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. That is not so fun. All right. Well, that does it for today. We're, we're out of time. Um, I want to thank Jason for joining us today. Uh, Direct Employers and Recruit Rooster have continued to stay on the forefront with technology and development. And I greatly look forward to seeing some of our uh, project work and future plans come to light. So thank you again for tuning in to the Quarantine edition of the DE Talk podcast. With so many great topics to cover, be sure to follow Direct Employers on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and subscribe to the DE Talk podcast to receive notifications of new episodes. And feel free to connect with Jason and I on LinkedIn as well. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs>